Welcome back, folks. It is Couch Cast time again, number 27. I am Master Torgo. Chocolate the famous Paul. Chocolate Giddy. Dr. Vlog is changing his name temporarily to Chocolate Giddy Up. All right, Chocolate Giddy Up. We're here to talk Week and Geek, and, I, and I'd be kind of remiss if we just didn't jump into the biggest piece of this Week and Geek, which is, of course, Modern Warfare 2. Our two-year anniversary? Oh, sorry. Yes, that's what everyone... That's, that's what Fox is all a Twitter about. Hot business. <laughs> yes. We're trending. We're trending. <laughs> Tell me about Modern about, Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2, incredible game, as to be expected, and incredible multiplayer, which I'm absolutely adoring. But then there's that whole no Russian level. Yes. For those who are not aware, and if you are, please get your head out of whatever book you're reading and watch something. There is a scene in, or a level, I guess I should say. Spoiler in, alert. Yeah, this, spoiler alert, my ass. I know, everybody knows about right. it by this time. It, it's only the second level in the game that you are a deep undercover CIA agent Amongst a group of terrorists, you're told this in a quick cut, not even cut scene, just a little voiceover with uh, no involvement beyond that. The doors open, you're with your terrorist cohorts, and then open fire on uh, civilians in the airport. Mm-hmm. Now, all of us have played this level at this yes. point, so mm-hmm. all of us have experienced this. Is this going to be a problem? It's only going to be a problem if people like us make it a bigger deal than it is. I, that's out of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little thing called Fox News that uh, likes to blow everything out of proportion. So, I mean, Jack Thompson is all I have to say before this gets out. Uh, uh, Jack you know Thompson what? is no longer relevant. It, you know, just because he's not disbarred doesn't mean he has, doesn't have a voice in media. Well, true. And people who had... believe him, the, the well, people think... who hate him, are people like us who know better. Thankfully, we have now a couple of very good game journalists who are out there doing the press junkets and talking about this in a very sane competent manner and i heard one of the guys i believe it was uh steven totillo from kotaku was on msnbc talking about it i forgive me if i'm quoting the wrong gentleman but uh he had a really good point and he said you know when people talk about the you know of course when people talk about video games still a lot of people in their brain think, well, that's a five-year-old's hobby, mm-hmm. right? You know, that's for kids. Of course this game is not for children. Right. Of course it's not. When we hear about something like this, where there's a, a level in a video game that is very controversial and has some adult themes to it, our thought does not immediately jump to, oh my God, no, don't ever do that. Our thought goes to, well, why wouldn't you then push to change things in literature and film that are questionable and controversial? The game level is designed, just like any piece of fiction, to push certain buttons in the viewer to, you know, make you have a certain kind of experience. If you can approach it from that adult, thoughtful level where it's a piece of fiction to be taken in and, you know, Mm -hmm. dealt with, I think it's quite good. I think it's, I don't know that it's good necessarily. I don't know. You see, I I, I have an argument against that. I don't know. It is, 
don't know that it's not. It's not. Let's hear it because you said this thing was undefensible. It's interesting. I, I I have to say that that I, not that it's undefensible, but when somebody comes forward and say this video game has a terrorist murder simulator, well, yeah, that, I can't deny that it, yeah, it is a terrorist murder simulator. This is, level, when you say simulator, usually that entails an entire game built around a certain thing, like a flight simulator is no, about flight, no. a tennis simulator is about simula- about tennis. Uh, this I, is I, a scene in a game. I said this level is a murder simulator again just because it's what it is yeah but to the it argument is. that the gotaku guy is saying is that and what you're saying is that it's it's story-wise it brings you into an emotional level and i say if that is the case they certainly didn't do enough on that you barely have any introduction of this character there's no indicator of this character or anything prior to you're giving uh, maybe a minute tops of uh, exposition from yes. your higher up and there is nothing to emotionally engage yourself with this character or it his is, situation. It is ham-fistedly handled. I will grant you that. It's and it sticks out a, like a sore thumb kind of to the rest of the gameplay to me. Well, yes, it's kind of just it, it throws you in there yep. without really explaining what you are supposed to do. But is that a limitation of the medium? No, I think that could have been rectified by putting at least one more level involving this character prior to, Setting which establishes his character. Setting those terrorists in a different yes. venue. Yes, yeah. yes. Something, something on a smaller level or, or something involving infiltration or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they could have gone to a bank job to get money to go get the stuff a, or whatever. Something yeah. that does put you at the level of the other guys, Soap, Ramirez, and so on. Mm-hmm. But when you're thrown into this, by the time it's over, you're kind of going, well, what the fuck was that? Yeah, it's weird. Well, And they, the fact that they allow you to skip it completely shows that they... Maybe it was an 11th-hour decision to even... It, it was. It was included. put in later in the game, the, the ability to skip over. Now, I'm talking about the, 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 well, I mean, the skip, why, the level why itself. Why even have it? Yeah, why that, not have it in And there? that is my ultimate question is, fine, it, 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 this, there's no doubt that this level is what kicks off the rest of the story. What happens at the end of this level... Pushes the narrative well, into know, play, you know. Um, but why make this the playable level that it is? I mean, yes, you're you're right. It could have easily been replaced with a simple cutscene, since you really only get to play that character for a grand total of maybe 15 minutes in the game. You know, you have that kind and of, and only because they make you walk so slow. Yeah, and you know, they 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 give you the well. I guess that's the character that you are at the very beginning. When you're going through this the sort the yeah. pseudo tutorial area where you're you're running through the obstacle course, so you're that character for two levels. Yeah, well, uh, no, three. No, no, three. That no. bridge layer, that bridge layer level. Yeah, so your, your army ranger character as but well. But that's army ranger character. That's an entirely different character than this deep ops CIA that's guy. That's the same guy. Same guy. Because he was no, a because, same guy. It's private. No. What's his name? Um, shit, what, Ramirez. Ramirez. No, because you play Ramirez in the rest of the game. Oh, no, it's right. private something that becomes the the deep cover op. That's whatever. Which, by the way, folks, uh, this is something that the news is not covering. Is they're they're saying that you're thrown into this as a terrorist. Well, no, no, no you're you're actually a very deep cover CIA operative who is, you know, I guess essentially along for the ride because they're trying to. Uh, to stop something major from happening, and you do fail. But, and it is you know, explained, too much although story. quickly, but, it yes. is explained. Look, you're going to get your hands dirty on this one, but it's it's for you know a better cause. You're going to save a right. lot more people. And that's of another course. thing. That's just lazy exposition, because yeah. all he does is saying that, but there's nothing to indicate that to you, which one more level prior to, mm-hmm. you could be building up, look, we believe that this is going to happen. What you have to do next will keep that larger thing from happening. Just trust us on well, this. Yeah. We have your back. But... 
I don't think anybody could have, you know, I, mean, I think that that's the point they're trying to make with this level. Again, could have been done as a cutscene, but that that this is something so horrific that that character's higher ups could have never foreseen that he was going to have to be involved was when they said you're going to get your hands dirty right. but I don't think they ever saw oh my god you're going to get your hands that dirty I think and the start scene's necessary an international incident I think the scene is necessary with the way they develop the story yes. why do you think it's necessary as a playable level I think it's necessary as a playable level because you need to get your hands dirty to truly personally to truly appreciate the rest of the story the fact that they're that two countries are going to war that war is being brought to american soil by the russians something hard has to happen yeah. and it has to be your fault otherwise you're disconnected from it much like Americans are generally as I am disconnected yeah. from a lot of news well, stories it comes down to that it, do affect us it's a giant frame job yeah. in the story yes and it has to be something so incredibly bad bad so incredibly horrific that a country will that, that, go to that's war that's going to make the Russian coalition want to right. invade the United States because I mean all this shit that goes on day to day they're never going to take up arms and fly, you know, massive yeah. troop carriers into U.S. airspace and try to invade the country a la, you know, no. Red Dawn. Not unless something like that happens. because the next level after that is called, is entitled Wolverines. But, Aside, right? Aside from the believability of it, um, the game player is now of the uh, Generation Z that has about a two-second... Um, span of attention and you have to grab people by the balls and throw them into this situation or they're just not going to get it especially for the first person shooter crowd um y you have to grab people's attention that quickly and that strongly because emotional attachment to video game characters mm -hmm. is really not half non-existent unless you have a great story like they do in dragon age or, or right. uh, something like that or like final fantasy where they have beauty and a long crazy japanese narrative to well, draw that, that's the problem is that in this it is almost entirely non-existent yeah well i think it could have been handled a lot better but at the end of the day it's interesting it gets the discussion going that i like and that that is the that is the thing i think if anything it will help to hopefully push our push the video game medium forward in a positive direction ultimately now i do have a concern though regarding it because it, it's pushed the way it is yeah. and, and people, people are going to i mean the way that they twisted around bioware's mass effect with the sex scene and yeah. that which was an obvious horrible twist around. There's not a lot of twisting you have to do well, on this one. In fact, you could present it as such as it is, and it, no matter what, it's still a... That scene is a terrorist murder simulator. Shit-eating really ass clowns like Jack Thompson will latch on to anything. If it's not this, it's going to be the next GTA. But the, if it's not this, it's going to be the next no, well, wow porn that someone makes. That the Whatever. That he's trying to make is if it were to say be brought up before Congress, and that's and, my concern. And the studio is trying to defend its decision to do this. They really don't have. Something that, I mean, I'd say they do for all the reasons that I just brought up before. No, no, be I mean, because all no, no, because why? The, because all the all that you have to do as a Fox commentator is put up a picture of all the nine eleven hijackers, point to one of them, and say this guy is a deep cover operator for the CIA, and not only did he not stop it, he was complicit in destroying the World Trade Center. It's pretty much the argument you have to make for this game. Only if you want to uh, try and convince the Fox News crowd of your guilt. Uh, if you're going before Congress, 
that's a different story. But when you have Congress people that are working up the sensationalist argument, I mean, let's face it, they people in Congress, in and out, and who have been around it, have been trying to find ways to get regulation into video games for years. This is one more piece of ammunition. Can't be. Every good Can't video be. game, every edgy storyline is always going to be one more piece of quote-unquote ammunition that people like the Jack Thompsons of the world mm-hmm. will use against the collective us and by us i mean video gamers who are mature enough to make you know to not buy a gun and shoot right. up at walmart and no, and no one here is saying of course that this video game will make you become a terrorist and no, of no one not. out there i think really can say that either no everyone with half a brain knows video games don't make you violent but it th- this level is what it is and it's a story. It's a narrative. That's all. It's it's a narrative, but it's also pulling the trigger on civilians in in a terrorist act. And, and if this were a book or a movie, would that be any better or worse? It would worse? be different because it is not an interactive act in a book or a movie. It is a passive well, act. It draws so you it's into it. It's not an interactive act. Now, when I played through the game the first time, mm-hmm. I shot the terrorists, and they turn around and shoot you right off the bat. Yeah, you can't then, stop so you, it. So you can't stop that. And then I, uh, I didn't shoot the whole way through until you come up against a bunch of police and you have no choice but to uh, open fire. Um, mm-hmm. but, or else the game just won't advance, which I thought was kind of sucky. I would have been much happier if I could have just gone, walked all the way through the thing without pulling the trigger. Because to my way of thinking, right. if you're really an undercover operative, regardless, you're not going to shoot civilians. No, uh, you will, because he said you're going to get your hands dirty. Well, and if you don't shoot these civilians, well, or if you don't defend yourself, A, you're going to get killed, or B, they're going to kill you for not doing your job. But in the mad hailfire of bullets that's going off, you could easily shoot off to the side or what have you. If they had had some kind of setup where you could like shoot at certain non-target targets but still look like you were shooting you know technically you don't even have to shoot the cops you can let the other guy shoot them i, I tried I that i couldn't get through that came a point i couldn't yeah. get through yeah, yeah there comes a point where a bottleneck's and you have to take yeah, care yeah. of the situation no well then you have to get your the, hands dirty like lance hendrickson said you will get your hands dirty in this game and it will draw you in it's just like it's it's better than a book or a movie in that case in that you really do get drawn into the character and to the motivations well, of the an government argument, in doing that's this. That's what we're saying. Is like it that'd doesn't. be fine if it was done well, <laughs> but that the narrative part is regardless of how that. well it is done, regardless of how good the art is or how good the narrative is. The idea is that it's supposed to draw you in. Yes. That's all. That's all it's doing. I'll defend to the death their right to do it. It's oh, certainly. And I do not think that this game should be censored in any way. All. But what I'm saying is when these heads do start popping up and saying terrorist murder simulator. Uh, they give you the option to skip it. So skip it. They do. They, they added that in there. But the fact is it still exists in the game. You got a problem with kids playing it? Then don't buy it for your kids. Not yeah, saying about part it. part of it, too. It shouldn't right. be for kids. But it yeah. isn't for kids. And yeah. But that's also beyond the point. Some Let's face it. There's a lot of moral crusaders out there, and some of those moral crusaders are in Congress. And let's not forget that Hillary Clinton was at one point railing against violent video games and their content, and she is now Secretary of State. All those... All those people use that stuff as a platform. Lieberman, that's why. Yes. I, that's why I would. I had such trouble. Yeah, whack in, job in California. Wanting What's to vote name? for Kerry when he had Lieberman as his partner because like, anybody who comes out attacking video mm-hmm. games. Ugh. And with all the stuff going on with all yeah. with the healthcare and so on, someone is looking to give a distraction out there. Here's a fine excuse. It's such an easy little. So what are you saying? Are you saying we should 
tone video games down. I'm not saying we should tone video games down. But when you do something like this, you have to tread very carefully. This is not like Postal. Are you saying or Grand they didn't? Th- Grand th- I'm saying they didn't. I'm th- this is not like Postal or Grand Theft Auto, where things are very tongue-in-cheek, semi-comic, blah, blah, blah. This was done as a very serious part of the game with serious consequences. And I will, say, I will give them plus on the fact that there is consequences, because these avatars on the screen of... Uh, these these blips and bleeps are very good at bleeding bleeding out and dying horribly, but it was done in a way that was not emotionally connecting. Well, now you're just critiquing. I am critiquing. Now you're just critiquing the narrative and not talking about the uh, quote unquote. No, because I think the narrative is good, scandal? but I'm saying that say. this very no. thing could have been portrayed in a cutscene and probably even better. Than what was shown. So you're saying if and the narrative was better, we wouldn't have a controversy. No, I'm saying if this was an, an interactive part of the game, we wouldn't have the controversy. But what if? Uh, well, why shouldn't it be interactive? Because it, because it will cause controversy. If anything, it have seems more to, it seems to be in there just to cause controversy. Because huh. let's there could it. be that they, they, they could be pulling a Dante's Inferno. There's a reason why <laughs> you know? there's a reason yeah. why this shit leaked out a few weeks before the game came out is to generate controversy. That leak was I doubt very much was a leak. We we used to have this saying. Back when I was working for Rub, mm-hmm. um, this is terrible. Uh, we were even going to write a book about this form of guerrilla marketing because <laughs> we, we were just shooting the shit, coming up with ideas for this book. And I said, "All right, how's this for a tagline? Guerrilla marketing. Uh, sometimes you got to fly a plane into a building to get people's attention. <laughs> That's fucked up, but it's true. Well, it did get people's attention? Yeah, and this is their." This is their plan to a building. Just to get like, attention. just like that, and I hate to be flip about this in any way, and I'm not trying to be, but just like that attack was misappropriated by certain, in my opinion, misappropriated mm-hmm. by certain elements of our government to True. then lead us to bomb Iraq. Mm-hmm. True, which had nothing to do with the attack. Right. I think this game, this level, could be misappropriated by people in the government to then have. You know, you have to have uh, your 18 and over ID to buy your next Mario title. Who knows what? You but know I, what will I, mean? s- I will say there's a shining light in the whole thing. This game is poised to be the best-selling game of the entire year. Of all time. Could which, be. And it we should very we should. well be of all time. And because of that, it's going to be in plenty of homes. Plenty of people are going to experience this and realize that they themselves are not going to become terrorists. And we should also preface this by saying we all enjoy this and none of us are offended by this. I played no, the hell out of it. We're, we're playing devil's advocate here to yeah. an extent just because we know that, you know, as, as we said before, Fox News, you know... It, I think it's a moot point. I don't really think it's even worth the attention that it will get, but it's going to. And, you know, because, you know, as as Torgo said there, Fox News looks for anything as a distraction to infuriate the public. So. People build careers on this shit. Don't yeah. let them. Yes, exactly. Do not let them. But you know what? Take it as what it is. It's a mm-hmm. piece of fiction. Mm-hmm. It's a video game that is for adults. If anyone gives you their opinion on it and they have not played through most most of the game, right. tell them to fuck off. And I will say a lot of the, Barry opinions, said that. the opinions out there are based on the video of the game being sure. played. And some of that is saying that you play a terrorist in the level. So 
But if you are a CIA member, even if you're deep and you kill uh, civilians, are you truly a terrorist? Yeah, it's pretty. That's the kind of weird thing. And that, but again, that's the kind of discussion. Sounds like a philosophical discussion. Exactly, and that's the kind of discussion. I hope, I would hope that this sort of thing engenders. And that is the wonderful thing that video games can now begin to bring out those kinds of discussions. Is a is a positive, although obliquely positive, thing for our industry at this time. But of course, I don't think people out there with names like Weedman Forty Two are really going to get all that deep no, into it. They're, they're not, just going to unload into a bunch of skulls. No, nope. not quite feeling it. Yep. <laughs> well, speaking of video games, mm-hmm. uh, did anybody see the mass layoffs at Pandemic and EA Studios that occurred today? Really? And they closed it. Yeah. Um, Pandemic, I guess the label's still going to be around, but. But yeah, I mean, I think it's. Uh, it doesn't specifically say in this article I have. It's a here, real but shame. It, uh, it it talks about. Uh, it, it is. It will be probably shunted off to other EA divisions, but. Uh, it yeah. is, but something um, like this seems to happen every five to six months. Yep. Approximately fifteen hundred right staff. They'll sell off the licenses to other studios, up and coming and larger, and the good stuff will continue on, and the not so good stuff. I hope so. I mi- I, I am very sad that. What? Said that, what did um, it say? Madhouse, EA, Tiburon, Warhammer Online developer, Mythic Entertainment, and Need for Steed Studio Black Box have already been axed. I'm Netbacks very are sad. also due to hit the entire Command and Conquer development team, as well as employees at Mercenaries and Saboteur Studio Pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and Spore and former Sims house Maxis, with remaining staff to, set to be relocated to EA headquarters in Los Angeles and Redwood Shores. EA! Approximately 1,500 layoffs overall. Wow. So that's, uh, you know... I'm sad because Star Wars Battlefront was what I really wanted to uh, play the third iteration of. And but at the same time, it's that's a good that, game. Yeah, that's just going to push it back because you know that's eventually going to find its way and possibly in better hands. Maybe I hope so because that thing was really close to it was being pretty well developed out. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, it just makes me sad. I hope the best for those guys. I know that stuff. It's tough. Land on your feet, gentlemen. Yes. Land yes. on your feet. We have some friends in the video game design industry. Indeed. It's not an easy market. Be as fickle no. as mm. Well, I got four things in Weekend Geek. I know Barry has more. Uh, my mine's all over the spectrum. I already did my one, but I do have one more. But let's get rolling on this thing. All right, bring, bring it up a little bit. Well, I'm reading this direct because this is a uh, this is off the the news ticker. This is good. Now, you can tell that a recession is dramatically affecting folks all over the United States. Stories about kidnappers forcing their detainee to buy them a gaming console. What? <laughs> what? Kyle Yakoski is alleging that David Daniels, another un, another unnamed suspect, forced him at gunpoint into their vehicle and had them steal his stepfather's credit card and then drive to the local Walmart where they made him buy a PlayStation 3. Oh, how funny. Naples News reports, the suspected assailants entered Pebblebrook Lake's gated community in a white truck. Yakoski, following behind on foot, said to be headed to meet a friend. Instead, the truck allegedly stopped with Daniels and an Asian-looking man exiting, quote-unquote, exiting and ordering Yakoski into their vehicle. Two suspects are said to have forced Yakoski to steal his stepfather's credit card, then drive to Walmart where, he, where the Daniels intended on having a gun purchased. When the gun counter was closed, he then requested Yakoski purchase a PlayStation 3. And then Daniels then told Yakoski he was free to go, thus ending the ordeal. 
Get wow. His, go to your, your stepfather's house, get his credit card, because we're going to Walmart. Wow. Well, you can That's tell funny. they were stupid criminals because they bought a PS3. <laughs> oh, come on. Even, you haven't, even with the price cut and the larger hard drive, you still haven't warmed up to the PS3. I haven't. There's only three games, and two of them aren't even out yet. I really want to play Uncharted 2. I really want to play God of War. I was gonna say, what's the third one? What, yeah, what is the third one? It's a Blu-ray player. Uncharted, Uncharted two. <laughs> um, what was the Ratchet and Clank one that you really liked on it? Ratchet and Clank Future, the, that whole that's, series. That's three right there, Paul. Um, and uh, uh, Little Big Planet was kind of nice. Oh, what the hell is the uh, the one that we just had over here? Uh, well, I, last one I remember playing on it was Uncharted two, but the uh, the, the, the world with the little um, cloth people. Oh, yeah, that's Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. Thank you. I totally having a brain fart there. So totally not my kind of game. That's like five, Paul. Resistance Fall of Man is yeah, good, but too. It's just, well, my problem, too, I only have You've one. bought consoles with less games It's before. the only place to get the new Katamari. And yes, God no? of War 3 looks like it's going to completely rock your world. So why don't you... Because uh, it's just not... It's not enough. What the three? You know what it is? Is you just don't have a really good high definition television in your rumpus room. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, that is part of it. That is part of the it. The Blu-ray AV Club's any. pissed off because not everyone's viewing things in super ten billion i. Yeah, but you've got a 1080p television. Well, so well I have. have a, I have you, a. You, you, you don't. Yeah, it's not as big as yours though. You have a huge television. I have a good TV. It's only sixty-one inches. Come on. But the TV I have. Uh, well, not your television. Oh. The TV you have is fine, the but TV it's I have 10 is, years uh, old. It's 10 years old, but it's a great super dark tube, and it works really well Paul, for my vintage system. I have to tell you that the newer TVs have about three times the <laughs> contrast ratio that your old tube TV has. But I'm telling you, the, the way that the, the vintage systems work, it, it's, the, play is well, somewhat, but, the view is somewhat superior. And so if I want to bust, open my, bust out my old classic games. But, yeah, no, it, it, PlayStation 3 is just not doing anything for me yet. I'll get it one of these days, but not anytime real soon. You can see the faces Barry's making over here. It's great. <laughs> He's, He's playing with his black off. dynamite. Every time, like I said, meanwhile, every time I bring over any kind of thing, Jeff always stuff. says, Oh, did you watch it in 720p? Did you watch it in 1080p? Well, you're not getting the best uh, experience. Burr, burr, All right, burr, let, burr. Let, me, let me. For those of you who haven't figured it out by now, I like when I'm when I you know being a, a former film student and all this stuff. When I have a visual medium, I want the best that I can possibly get a hold of. If I'm downloading a video, if it, there's a HD option, I'm gonna take the HD option. He's the same way about his hookers too, which I can't really fault. That's good. That's actually good. It's all about the best thing to look at. <laughs> but again, I like the content to be good too. So if the content is good and I like it, I'm probably going to get the best visual medium out there to display it on, i.e. me getting the Star Trek Blu-ray today, which is a good, uh, a good segue here because I went and got the Target exclusive uh, Star Trek Blu-ray today. Today is the release date, and it has a model of the Enterprise that you can put together. And when you pop open the saucer, it's got the Blu-ray in it. So... It's really cool. And, uh, I mean, it's, it is available for those of you that don't have Blu-ray. It's also available for the DVD. But uh, of all the packaging out there, with maybe the exception of the Amazon exclusive with the little metal model of the Enterprise, I thought it was the coolest one out there. And, Paul, you haven't seen a Belladonna movie until you've seen it on Blu-ray on a PS3. Well, then... Close if, up on our business. If I, 
if I, I, I might want to watch Pirates that Two in Blu-ray, yes, but uh, in high out. def. But uh, I don't know about any of the <laughs> other ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Belladonna's in Pirates Two, isn't she? Hell yeah! Yes, Boo. she is. See, girl's dirty. Win, <laughs> win. That's full of lose. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Stephen King has announced he's going to write another Dark Tower book. Oh, yes. We talked about this at dinner. I never read the rest of those. Are they good? Uh, You know what? I haven't either. I hear it's fine up to like five, then six and seven. It sort of falls apart. Um, You know, everybody has their own opinion on it. What's up with that new novel, Under the Dome? Under the Dome just came out this week. Over a thousand pages. Stealing the Simpsons plot. What's going on? That's been so, but you know what? He, sa- he says that he's actually been working on this whole thing since the early 80s, so Simpsons stole from him. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Simpsons did everything. Yep. Simpsons did it first. So between that and the Palin book, it's a hell of a publishing Ugh, day. God. But yeah, the, he then immediately taunted everybody by saying he won't start it for another eight months. So if you're looking for another Dark Tower book, it's coming now. Uh, this is the the guy that runs the Stephen King message board. Uh, gave a few details. He said Stephen has given me permission to pass it along that he has an idea for a new Tower book, working title which will be The Wind Through the Keyhole. I think that's also a Belladonna movie. He has not yet started this book and anticipates it will be the minimum of eight months before he'll be able to begin writing it. He stated he will write another novel. It will center around the supporting characters and revolve around some important events between Wizard and Glass and the Wolves of Kala. So it takes place in between the story that already exists. Hmm. Weird. Fleshes out some Flesh, things. Yeah, I was going to say a little more fleshing out there. Well, that's cool. So Dark Tower continues to expand. Not that I ever finished the original. Which not that I can get through much Stephen King. He's just not my favorite author. I enjoy him immensely. Yes. Yeah. It's just good. not for me. I enjoyed reading it. I just was never able to finish it. You know, part of the whole college thing getting in the way at the time it'll do that and then i've lost the books since then i'm not sure where they are you can borrow mine well yeah i could always do that and uh, to change gears a little bit we're going to move more into uh barry territory here barry. here we go buffy lives why the fuck is that in my <laughs> that territory the now they're they are doing this is not the buffy the vampire slayer movie that has nothing to do with joss whedon or any of the original cast that oh, okay people are talking about now but a series of motion comic webisodes based on the highly successful season eight comic book series. Oh, okay. They're casting, and there's a casting sheet out there, a casting sheet breakdown. Series will be based on, feature the characters of the stories Twilight, the Big Bad of season eight, and the evil British socialite lady, Slayer Lady Guinevere Sadvidge. There you go. Huh? Who plots to assert Buffy's place in the hierarchy. But uh, casting director Jeff Shooter is uh, work- looking for voice actors to play the familiar Buffyverse characters. Faith, Kennedy, Robin Wood, blah, blah, blah. So you could actually send your tape to them. Yes. So if you're, uh, you know, after a SAG, why not? That was the name, folks. Jeff Shooter, S-H-U-T-E-R, if you need to find him. This is your chance to be part of the Buffyverse. Oh, yeah, I noticed they didn't put his email address on here. I guess they spared him that. <laughs> Trust me, you, you bet that his shit is getting called left and right. Oh, no, a lot of these are non-union. They're non-union? Yeah. Everybody, They're all non-union. Everybody, send your uh, your information. <laughs> Jeff Shooter wants to hear from you. They need someone whose voice to match Eliza Dushku, voice to match Liari Limon. Are you br- all you bronzers out there? Voice to match Daniel time. Craig. Okay. That's odd. So, yeah. So, if you can match Daniel Craig's voice, you're a shoe-in. Lots of go. voices in here. Yeah, totally. I could do this. Yeah, there's your, t- your chance to impress your lady. 
Yeah. No, no. I like the pay. Pay's good. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Blah. What else you got? I that like, doesn't impress me. Yeah, I don't like Buffy. I, I haven't heard anything about, like, you know, with the whole Spider-Man musical Broadway production and so forth. Weren't they, working, weren't they were trying to get together some kind of a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, musical stage play? You, not long ago. I've I, never I heard anything new on that. I really haven't uh, got much on that at all. Okay. Because it, it's been a couple of years and I've heard nothing new on it, so it might have gotten scrapped. But, you know, with the resurgence of all these comic book character and fantasy character plays getting out on Broadway, you know. Which I highly endorse. Yeah, he does. You know, right we, right now, off, no, bro- we, off Broadway, a Toxic Avenger, the musical is he playing. He went to London Ugh. to see. The Lord of the Rings musical, if that doesn't The big budget West End musical production, which I fell asleep during. Was it so bad? It Not that it was bad, but I'd been up for 32 hours. Oh, no. And some of it is very lulling music. Yeah. So, went, you know, it kind of took me down. But what was great is the fact that The Hobbits, before the show come out, uh, if any of you have seen Ka, yeah. you know, in here in Las Vegas, where the actors interact with the audience for a little while beforehand... They did this, too. So the hobbits were out amongst the crowd, mm. uh, joking with them, showing them you, you know, their furry feet and offering you apples, throwing things at you. It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Shelob was very, very well done. Yeah. Yeah. Big spider on stage. It's, it's, nice. It's like the helicopter in Miss Saigon. <laughs> Hell Except yes. spider. Well, I'm going to read this directly from Chud. Because I just like the way they write things. So, I don't know how many of you out there have seen the fourth kind. I did. It was part of the Fangoria Trinity of Terrors. I so I couldn't miss it. It was. I already paid for it essentially. Well, in that situation, sure. But when I see the commercials, where I'm like, eh. you know what? It was enjoyable. Of course, I don't. Really? I don't buy into the whole abduction scenario. Well, of course, yeah. but. It was a creepily done. You can check out my small review on our website in the blog. But I really enjoyed it. The stuff worked. It was creepy. And, of course, I hope you all know out there, it is a full found footage fake movie. All that footage was created. I hope everybody realizes that. Now, they tried to sell it as a real event film, so I'll just let Chud take it here from here. Here's an idea. When you make a fake film about real events and try to market it as such, perhaps it's not the best idea to use names of real newspapers in your marketing. Universal Pictures learned that the hard way as they recently had to pony up a ton of cash to pay for some lawsuits. See, in trying to pay, trying to cash in on the found footage genre, Universal created a bunch of bogus online news articles and used the names of actual Alaskan publications, such as the Fairbanks Daily News Miner, to bolster the feeling of authenticity for the obviously fake movie. They were sued, and they gave in right away. The settlement, the studio agreed to take down the offending documents and pay for damages against the Fairbanks Daily News Miner, the wow. Gnome Nugget, and a handful of other Alaskan papers with ridiculous titles. <laughs> the Alaska Press Club is getting a total of 20000 bucks, which apparently doubled their yearly revenue. Not a bad chunk of change. Uh, and further 2500 will go to a scholarship fund for the Callista Corporation. And attorney John McCory notes that, quote, We'll spread this around and try to put this toward training for journalists around the state. Yeah, spread this around, i.e. goes in his pockets, freaking blood-sucking attorneys. But how do you really feel? (laughs) I know, right? So, yes, for those out there who didn't know, yeah, Fourth Kind was a fakety fakerton. That doctor (laughs) never really existed. Although, what a great actress in that part, I have to admit. 
She comes off real, real well. Didn't see Mila it. Hovovich? No, not Mila Holovich. Oh, I'm talking the the, the woman in the fake footage. Oh, in the oh, okay. in the found gotcha. footage bit. I gotcha. She she uh, she saw that part. Acted circles around Jovich. <laughs> well, that's well, that doesn't take much. Tough. In oh, fact, in fact, in fact, there. I will go as far as to say her incredible acting versus Mia's uh, so-so acting sells the authenticity of the character. <laughs> that's funny. But you know what? That's all I have for Weekend Geek. These little nuggets of joy. Barry. Which either. Uh, first thing I got. Um... Chocolate Giddy Up. <laughs> okay, now the Chocolate Giddy Up set his bit. In case you're not knowing what that is, that's a Black Dynamite soundboard for the movie Black Dynamite. Yeah, go see it. Good. Yeah, we have a we have a review upcoming in a in a couple a uh, weeks. weeks. We're gonna review that, and uh, if it's, if it's in a theater near you, which it isn't in a lot of them, go see it. Yeah, if it's in the theater. March. Definitely, don't yeah, run, definitely don't walk. March. Or I'm just going to abuse this soundboard and it's and not going to be funny. <laughs> Chocolate Giddy Up. In fact, I think I'm changing my name to Chocolate Giddy Up. Like, legally. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's Paul. Thank Paul's yawn. Oh. <laughs> Paul's a sleepy boy. He gets up, what, at 4 p.m.? You've only been up five fucking hours. Not even that long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lazy shit. Huh. Not lazy. I stay up late. You do. Or early, I should say. You do. You you come on board looking for cold sup games at 5 in the morning. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, the other day, I get up at 7 a.m. to go to work. 7 a.m. Deep. You must No, I'm, I'm sorry. Work. This was the day I got up at 6 a.m. I was about to walk out the door at 7 a.m. I walk out of my room. Todd is on the sofa playing cold sip. Which can only mean one thing. Which means, guess who's online? (laughs) As I'm walking by, I get, Paul says, have a great day at work, Jeff. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of figured that was him you were playing. So yeah, yeah, Paul gets on to Xbox Live at 5, 5.30 in the morning. And and that's when they go, hey, you want to go play some games? I do log on late. It's fun. He has all the symptoms of an insomniac without the actual lack of sleep thing. That's right. Okay, so what's up in uh, news and TV? Lost final season will answer everything. Yeah, mostly. Yes. Lost begins its final season in 2010. I got this from Sci-Fi Wire, uh, but there's been no preview footage. That's because uh, Damon Lindelof, is that how you say his name, insists yes. that they never reveal any footage of the final season. Hmm. So I guess to because every piece of footage is a revealed secret, and the only it could down, be the the only thing that I I will inject in your lost story there is uh, there was a, a sad news report about a week ago they were talking about the the final season of Lost was supposed to run straight through, no breaks. They were just gonna because it was the final season run every episode every week without any pauses. But what so, happened? But in um, ABC decided because the Winter Olympics are coming up. What? There is going to be a break <laughs> midway through the season. It will now be split into half seasons to allow time for people to watch the Olympics. Because I can't uh, miss Ukrainian speed skating. I was, Seriously, people, what, I, what's the deal with the Olympics? Why, why does everyone get all hoo-ha about the Olympics well, every four years, even though you don't pay shit for attention to any of these sports well, during the other the four kicker, years? Though, I can't wait to see luge. Here's the kicker. <sighs> Curling, yes! Guess what station 
is airing the Olympics. Uh, not ABC. What? It's on NBC. Do they not want to so compete? So they are splitting the season because they think a lot of viewership is going to move to the Olympics rather than the final, much sought after season of Lost. This Why am I age- not in charge of all television? I don't know. Uh, well, this in I the age prefer, of DVR. I would prefer that that you know at least Lost is getting its due as far as you know consideration, yes. and that's I think that's a smart thing, in a way. I mean. They got a chance to have maybe even new viewers in this last season because it's going to be massively hyped. Well, I'm yeah. a diehard Lost fan, and I know that, I am too. that diehard Lost fans are pushing for other people to start watching the show. So I think it's a smart move. It's just sad that it has to be like that, but that's cool. And, and, I'll and take it. Take the time. Because this is the very final season, all of the seasons will be out on DVD and Blu-ray, so you will get those people that I... There are a lot of people that I know that hate watching serialized programs sure, it's hard. unless there isn't an absolute ending spot yep. because they're like I'm not going to get into something that I have to wait for the answer to be presented to me you know seasons down the line mm-hmm. so I you know I, I know a few people like that and that's one of the, the big Jackal. excuses that they've given me for watching watch Lost and I'm like well guess what Lost is finishing <laughs> Yeah. This next well, that'll season, be, that'll be and great. so they'll actually watch it now. Maybe so they'll have a spike will, in sales of DVDs during yeah, the break. I'm, I'm sure people they probably in, will. get into it. After the final season is aired, I'm sure it'll be like uh, with 24 last season, where the, the season full Blu-ray set was out like the next day. So I'm sure ABC is probably already working on that. All right, let me give this experiment to you, all right? Sure. I am one of those people that had not seen Lost. Yes. I saw the very first episode, and that's all I've seen. Well, you've been kind of resistant to watch it, too, because you have other things, and because it's not done yet. That's that's true, too. You're you're not in the previous category I just mentioned, but you don't refuse to watch it because of that. Now, here's the question. Should I watch season seven from beginning to end and then start with episode one? No. No. Why? This won't be any fun. Do you want to know how the—do you want to go read the last book— or the last page in a book, and then go back to the beginning. In something like this, it might be fun because be, I can I see the reveal be, as it happens. I don't think it'll be as with much that fun. knowledge, eh? Because yeah. I'm not going to go back through it once I'm done with it. I don't think it'll be as much fun. I'd say just jump on board, start season one soon, and watch, start watching it. Oh, I mean, it's soon! It's not like we don't happen. have all the seasons. Yeah, we have the now. season. It's just a yeah. matter of saying, "Okay, let's do this." I even bought like the last few seasons on Blu-ray for cheap. And I'm like, look, we have it. You can watch it. It's great. Oh, I got other things to watch. Uh, I great. do. Like uh, Netflix, um, GameFly, like Ghost Hunters. I um, what? Like Ghost Hunters? Or uh, have you watched the Ghost Hunters? Uh, what do you think about? Do this? you watch that crap? I Are you that, that dumb that Ghost you watch that show? Yeah. What do you think? He, I haven't he seen he it yet. I have it, it recorded. But he doesn't believe in the ghosts. That's the lame. thing I don't get. I, I don't do. either. I, I, yeah, I don't believe in what I'm seeing. It's just a fun show. But I like ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> ghost stories are a lot of fun, and that's what these people I've been obsessed with ghosts and UFOs doing, since I was ghost a kid. Stories. You know I what I like about ghost, ghost stories? UFOs. When you actually see or experience something for real that is a ghost. Not like a bunch of morons riding around <laughs> with night vision cameras saying, oh, Is that a ghost? Is that a ghost? Is that a ghost? They never catch you, the ghost! You, Spoiler, people! <laughs> you haven't watched it. This is the, you, there's that, that one douchey show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that asshole. Ghost Hunters is cool. They're, they're pretty cool. Ghost Adventures, cool? on ghost the other Ghost Adventures hand. is a nightmare. Have they ever caught a ghost? 
The most have they ever caught a ghost? The most belligerent. Have they ever captured evidence they have captured of a ghost? Stuff on camera have they that cannot stuff be explained. On camera that I, can't I will say that there's some of the ghost hunter stuff. I, there's some of it I can't explain, but I'm not there to explain it. Yeah, I can so. explain it. TV tricks. It's crap. <laughs> TV tricks. There's some creepy stuff, man. I will say this. Now it's my fun. watching of Ghost Hunters since I DVR it. Yes. Consists of me just oh, fast yeah. forwarding to the reveal. To the reveal, me too. Me too. <laughs> I don't. I can't you. watch Dave and Tango sit in a room and go, "Hey, Dave, did you hear something?" You know, you know, this this kind of window was was built in 1842. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, oh, look, oh, let me go step over here. Like, yep, oh, it's a oh, spider. It was, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they get scared by bugs nine times out of ten. Every time, it's so funny now. Like you watch it enough. The, the characters are fun. I mean, yeah, the they guys, are. They're fun. They, and that's also, I do enjoy yeah, the characters. Yeah, exactly. They're very the enjoyable people to watch. In fact, and I miss some characters that are no longer there. That's And it's Dave and, Ta- Dave and Tango. Ghost stories Dave for Tango idiots. Crack me up because every time they'll do a thing on a commercial, they'll be like, and coming up next, T- Tango and, and Steve run into a f- real fright. And then you'll see them go, wah! And, and you know, <laughs> dimes to donuts. <laughs> yes. If they're screaming right before a commercial, and when you come back, it's a fucking spider or a moth <laughs> or some bullshit. It's always it's like, How long oh, can, the fork almost shows? got me, man. I do watch of that crap before you say, you know what, it's they're never going to find crap on this thing. They're, they're, the best they can ever find is old man Jenkins in a, in a, in a <laughs> sheet <laughs> to drive the kids away. They find some interesting stuff. You know, really? Like and, what? And, Spiders and no, dirt? No, like you'll, you'll get the occasional interesting EVP. Which is kind of a fun thing. Oh, like, don't even get me started on that crap. Why don't you just get your e-meter out too, there, Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and uh, your thadens are really oh kind boy. of agitated. You'll what find the that, hell? And you'll find, uh, you know, just once in a while, stuff something will move or be just neat doing, video stuff. Yeah, weird little stuff like that one, the recent one they had with that the, the heat camera that they were using, and that that image went across. That dude looked like somebody in a hood infrared. walking across. Yeah, an infrared. You know, it probably was somebody in the hood walking across. Yeah, I mean, it probably was. But uh, all right, well, if you but, guys like Ghost Hunters so much, there's a new Ghost Hunters Academy. Yeah, yeah that's oh, great. Kind of so they right. can have teach other people it? how yeah. to suck. It's lame. I started Lovely. recording it. It's they lame. don't have anything to teach is it, anybody. Is it just utter garbage. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's lame. Seen it. I saw okay. it. It's lame. Because I, I is it lame? I, it's lame. I saw the premise for it. I'm like, wait, the Ghost Hunters are gonna teach other people how to be Ghost Hunters in a school setting. You know what? Really? As what a, do they have to teach? As a how, to, how to not find ghosts? <laughs> as, a good te- as a testament to how enjoyable the characters are and how that's really the part, the, the show itself, Ghost Hunters International is nearly unwatchable. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and Ghost Hunters Academy, Steve and Tango are the main guys. And they're not as fun when they're the main guys. You don't want no. You don't want Steve the in the teaching the, position exactly. at all. The inmates run the <laughs> asylum, dude. They have the most ridiculous little critiques and teaching instructions. Mister Know It All, who won't get on a plane. Oh, buddy, they're like they're like. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: you want to sit in a room longer. Forty minutes isn't an investigation. I'm like, oh, keep it up, Sage. I'm just <laughs> done. I'm, just, I'm already done. I'm like, you, you, episode one, and you're throwing down on these kids by like. You guys really need to sit. And, and the other one was like, and what if hey, they're like hopping out, and staring sitting, them? And, and the other one was like, they were sitting. These two guys were sitting in a room investigating, and they're sitting next to each other. And so Stephen Tango come in and are like, guys, you're sitting right next to each other. You need to put one guy over here looking this way and one guy over here looking that way. Otherwise, you could miss stuff in the other directions. I'm like, and on the TV show, they're always sitting together. They're always sitting close. <laughs> it's like who cares? It's just, it's just dumb little stuff. Like they're, they're and it's. The reality show element of it mm-hmm. that they're going to have to s- scrape and scrimp for drama 
they're already having these quote unquote empathic ladies. Oh, wonderful. That are going through their stuff. Oh, man. It's like, I gotta leave this room. Such Whee! a bullshit. And it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lordy. It sounds like fun to me. That's just, you know, and it's like, ugh. This is a show for those people who get sucked into those. Aura reading classes down in Sedona, you know. <laughs> it's a little on the hootie falooty side, but just like we said, we enjoy those guys. And if they can pull it together and stop acting like total d bags, it'll be fun. But right now, it's really goofy. It's bullshit. It's really. Goofy it's nothing right now. but that, and it makes me angry that people like that. <laughs> I have Ooh. I have a Ghost Hunters van up on the the he does. ledge He's got up a taps here. Van. Taps is oh in the his. God. <laughs> What's TAP stand for? The Atlantic Paranormal Society. The transatlantic. It. Not transit. Tran- it's transatlantic now. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I there's, hate- there's four of us, right? Mm-hmm. There were four Ghostbusters. We could do this out here. We could. You could. The Pacific Paranormal Society. I don't want to do it. All you need is a little contraption that makes lights. Another oh, contraption make that. that makes numbers. You need a flashlight. You need a bunch of stuff. How get one of those props? You need all that much. A little uh, ghost uh, yeah, A couple thousand dollars worth of equipment. Uh, yeah. Only to do it the way they do it. Well, we but that's how you do it. I'll get a toaster and an old radio. Ghost you Adventures alone shows us we don't need all that. Right. All you need is a bad attitude. Bit, yeah. And oh bullshit God, to tell through. people. We can you, clean your you house hate, for if you. If yeah. you don't like Ghost Hunters, you need to watch Ghost Adventures. You'll lose your mind. <laughs> yes. Because I hate that. I'm going to stick to you guys. In God the face. damn. Here's I'll stick the to the thing. real Ghostbusters. Here's the worst thing, and Anne will, Anne will back me up on this. For whatever reason, Anne finds that dude attractive. And she knows he's a D-bag of the highest uh, order, but she still finds him attractive. Is it that whole lady's attracted to assholes kind I, of thing? Yes, that's it. She's just like, Morons. I, she's like, I don't know what it is. But he floats my business. And it's just like... <laughs> and it's just... He's the worst kind of human being. But... I wow. Know. I know yeah. it goes without saying, Anne, but you got bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's He's over here two like, for two. It's true. It's He's true. Moving two. on from this crap. Utter unbelievable garbage. Um, wow. Star Trek. Uh-huh. Two. Wrath of Khan. The Wrath of Chocolate Giddyup is not expected to be in theaters until 2012. Uh, they were talking with uh, Abrams and Lindelhoff, and it was suggested that the sequel may play with time in relation to the first film, much as uh, the Bourne Ultimatum takes place between the events of the Bourne Supremacy. Uh, one of the things we like to do, he says, as storytellers, is drop you in the middle of something. And the question you're asking yourself is, where am I in relation to the last time I left these guys? Could this be something that predated even perhaps some of the adventures that they had in the first movie? Which, honestly, I don't think that's going to fly. That wouldn't happen. That would never happen. No. no, no. I think he's just talking out his ass there. But, uh, eh. Abrams, uh, Orsi, and his writing partner, Alex Kurtzman, uh, keep hinting that they may introduce the character of Khan Noonien soon. But they haven't committed to anything. But they keep hinting at it, so it's it's possible. I hope they don't. There's it's a, a there's bad a, idea. There is a uh, a wealth of new things to explore. Without, new things, yes, but without going back and redoing part two, those yep. people are around. And Khan would be a good villain to keep for a few movies. This really is Marvel's ultimate Star Trek, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, pretty I mean, much. I I would hate to see them do like a Wrath of Khan, but. I would not be opposed to them doing a con appearance a la Space Seed, 
because this is set more towards the, when the original series would premiere. So this would be them like finding the Botany Bay and you know Khan. Yeah, if they have him as a, in a cameo if, setting up yeah. the next conflict, yeah. that's fine. I mean, that was my problem with that. With that would the be Nero, they didn't have enough setup for him. Well, there's a lot more setup with him in the in the. The Blu-ray the and edition, DVD yeah, version. That's what I'm hearing. I should. So. I think they should do Trouble with Tribbles as the next movie. Barf. <laughs> Boo. Abram still wants to direct it. They're hoping it uh, kind of pulls a Dark Knight where it has an even bigger uh, audience and greater oh, box office pull than the first one. Very well could. Well, and they want to do some A-list casting. You know, on a side note, going back to something we already said, the uh, Abrams was expressing an interest in doing Dark Tower as an adaptation. Stephen King's Dark Tower. Right. And then soon recanted, <laughs> saying, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like uh, Todd and I were discussing at dinner the, the whole once-in-a-lifetime thing that, like, say, The Lord of the Rings was, you know, getting these this major epic trilogy together, you know, finding the right director, the right producer, the right studio, and the right studio had to say, this is something that we need to do on a grand scale. I just don't see something like that happening again, and I think that's something you would kind of need for the Dark Tower series. You yeah. know, it would have to be like three three-hour movies in a sense. It has so, to be more than well, that at this point. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just you know throwing out an example, right? Based on the Lord of the Rings thing. So I mean, it's it would have to be a TV series with a monster budget. It's not right. going to happen. And it's yeah, it's not going to happen. Not with a recession on and studios already. Seeing seeing their uh, former glorious formulas falling by the wayside of you know taking a, a very middling movie, throwing a big name actor in it, and then uh, making box office bank off of it. it that that is a formula that has been proven to be a failed. Except in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, John Cusack. He's box office gold. Dude. I hear that's a fun movie. Check his check his stats. He's box office no, gold. Well, I expect to turn I, off my brain, but like uh, I'm sure it's going to be a fun and, movie. You know, you know, the same people, or rather the same director like that Cusack. brought us Independence Day, and they are good and so at making forth. things is, fall apart. He is a good yeah. disaster flick director. I will definitely grant him that. I don't well, want to see that movie. Here's some news: news for girls no. without brains. <laughs> Now you can buy the West Vancouver house that was the location of the Cullen residence in the Twilight Saga New Moon. Oh, Jesus. The house for is you, for sale. The house is for sale. It can be yours for a mere $3.3 million Canadian. It's uh, in several of the film's scenes, including the ill-fated birthday party in which Jackson Rathbone's Jasper attacks Kristen Stewart's Bella, according to some <laughs> site about this bullshit movie in his crappy novel. So if you want to buy it, no. there you go. It's for sale, and you can place Twilight in it. And, I'll bet uh, you can't resell it for that value. Yeah, no. Only to other <laughs> Twilight dorks. This is a one-time-only deal, folks. Well, I'm just full of hate today. I hate Ghost Hunters. I hate Twilight. What, what else do I hate? not like? Oh, I hate Dollhouse. And oh. guess what? It's canceled. Yes. I hate Twilight. I hate Dollhouse, too. I liked Dollhouse. I thought it was really getting... Excellent towards the end of the first season. Really? Because I watched I one episode was, and thought it sucked ass, I and I watched the second one. That well sucked even season, worse. But again, it's Friday nights on Fox. Well, I have to be honest. Fox... I didn't watch it this season, but I'm pretty sure Eliza Dushku's still in it. 
<laughs> Here we go. So I really didn't need to watch there it. Here we go. She's terrible. She is terrible. Uh, Fox is canceling it, but the show will wrap up with a significant series finale. Um, that's the official word from Fox. They'll air all yeah. 13 episodes, and that gives Joss Whedon the opportunity to end it in a significant way. The news comes as no surprise to anyone, given the show saw its ratings just fall to crap. After it came back for a surprising second season. I watched it for a couple episodes. It's butthole sauce. Eliza has those dreamy stoned uh, eyes. Yeah, no, you know, she's hot. But she's terrible. And she's not getting hotter. She's getting <laughs> less hot. That is and true. she's like an hour away from hitting the wall. And it's all done. And fi- hopefully, Josh can pull his head out of his ass and either fuck her or stop putting her in stuff. He's married, Maybe that's wise. Whatever. <laughs> what? So what? Ever? It's Hollywood. Everyone yeah. cheats and everyone does cocaine. What? Yeah, Ever? I'm not saying that either of those He's people do married. either, but I'm just saying they're in Hollywood. What she was great as Faith, but that's the only character she knows how to play. Yeah, is I that lost her fault all or is that for Eliza? Dushku is that Whedon's fault? Years ago, when I heard her on Howard Stern, oh, no. and she didn't know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. What fucker? That's exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you are a geek chick actress. Did you see it that? Geek chick. Did you stuff. see how that happened? I just had like a little respect for Eliza Dushku, and then it just fell to shit right then and there Bloody, on away. the air. Yeah, it went away in an instant for me. I was like, oh, because it was sick. Because I had a kind of a little crush. Whatever. Okay, and here's two. Here's two last things. Well, two sort of two well, last things that I like. I'm a big Torchwood fan. Okay, okay I love some Torchwood. Uh, and if you watch Torchwood and the Children of Earth miniseries, it felt like the end of it, but it might not be the case. Uh, Russell T. Davies said the new year could bring some very good news for fans of the series, which usually means other, more miniseries, more more limited runs, or maybe just another season. So. That's good news for people like me who totally mm. love Doctor Who and love uh, Torchwood. Okay. Yes, and I just got the high def version of Doctor. <laughs> Here we go. I got the high def version. Waters of Mars. <laughs> I just had to throw that in. There. Waters of Mars is excellent, by the way. I can't wait to watch it. For all you Doctor Who fans, I can't wait to watch it after I've caught up. After you've caught up, and how far he are hasn't you? Haven't even finished season one. I haven't. Yeah, I'm somewhere in season one. I'm way behind. My Doctor he, Who is he's, still that he's cool still on dude. Rose and uh, yep. and uh, what's his? No, name? No, I think uh, I'm actually up to Daleks, which he hasn't is even like four or five. The David Tennant Doctor yet? No, I haven't gotten to Tennant uh, yet. Nope. Uh, I haven't Christopher Eccleston. Wow, really? <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still Eccleston. Who's great, by the way? No, he he wasn't bad. Just like all of a sudden at the end of the towards the end of the first season, he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, and they're like, okay, fool. Yeah. I know. I mean, fool. I mean, I'm still surprised. He had Tenet Destro to play. Damn it! Oh well, great. That Destro is every actor's dream role. Uh, Even Tenet is coming to uh, the US Commander. to do some TV show. I, I have the name an of it. He plays a lawyer. To continue to play the doctor, but I have decided to leave for other aspirations. <laughs> you and Serpentor and Doctor Mindbender <laughs> should go on and take care of this by yourself. Oh yes, Destro. Oh yes, Destro. <laughs> See, <laughs> every actor's dream. And the it last is thing certainly I have. my dream. And one day the <laughs> Joes will pay. Destro, darling, <laughs> shut up. Mindbender, you can take your science games you punch and punch him. <laughs> punch him until he remains quiet. Tomax and Zaymon do not deserve ownership of the oh, Crimson no. God. And you, Zartan, you swamp dwelling fiend. You have yet to prove anything to me besides a willingness to drink lots of grape soda. 
You know about the grape soda? <laughs> Who does not know about the grape soda? There are cans littering, litter, litter, littering the halls of Cobra Command Station. Cobra Commander, there are. We need a new oh, recycling center just for the cans of grape soda that the dreadnoughts continue to drink. Let's talk about some V. Yeah, oh is. my God, I hated that. What? What? It's awful. We haven't what? even watched it yet. We have three episodes recorded that we were. Yeah. Let me let there. me assure you that after the vi- after the viewing of the first episode. You will lose your will to live. V became the highest rated sci-fi premiere of the new fall TV season after 13.9 million people watched the pilot episode last night and think Paul Mattingly's a spectacular douchebag. Wait. That number is still subject to some change, so it's going to be the biggest show to debut. No, the first episode is terrible. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this just goes to show you... Paul's taste in things is very skewed from the average person. Oh, boy. There's nothing wrong with V. Did you watch the original V? It's not very good either. The original V sucked, but it was great and campy, and yes. it was this, just fun. This thing, yeah. this thing is not cheesy. This thing, well, it is cheesy in so much as I mean, I don't even, I can't describe it. If you enjoy it, fine, more power to you. I loathe it. It was terrible. It was very why? Because it, it's sloppily written. Why? And, Sh- wh- shit like defend that. Okay, it just okay. This is this goes to what we were talking about earlier with the terrorist scene all right it's not that it's it's not that i'm terribly offended by stuff it's just it's being done really poorly in my opinion so it start off it just the relationships are so cut and dry stupid it's this teen kid rebelling against his mom and the whole start of that whole relationship is just so unbelievable she drives out to find him in the middle of new york when the visitors are coming Mm mm-hmm and she's like, she gets stopped by a barricade. And she's like, my son is in there. He's in there. And she, and they're like, no, you can't go in. She's like, I'm CIA or FBI or whatever she is. And he's like, I'm sorry, you can't go in there. There's a scuffle that happens. The guy turns his back for five seconds. She sneaks in. There's so many people Listen freaking out. The dude isn't going to bother with her. That I have no problem with. But then she proceeds to, once she enters the area, go, Jake! <laughs> Jake! <laughs> hey, Mom! Well, what do you want? <laughs> All I'm saying is... Do you want to see them... She was within yelling distance! Goddamn minutes for the fucking kid? It's a... It's a move the, the story along! Or don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> what so else, you guys? Is that the only so, bitch you have? No! But that's the first of many kind of crazy... Bullshit things that happen! They just want to move it along to get to the lizard reveal, man. Buddy... It's a sack of shit. If you can watch that fucking movie and not think it's a sack of shit. Well, I'll tell you what. I was on the, You know what I did after I watched that? I was on the net looking for, like, Vcast, Vfans, all that, dot com. I was hoping to buy that, thinking, hell, I like this show so much. I'm going to jump on top of this thing before I get to wait to I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love some V. It was awful. It was is like an open sore. We're going to have this discussion again in another time. That's fine. You and I, we're going to talk about this. Sounds and we're gonna like sub- another Barry versus Paul segment. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to be a whole goddamn cast. And one guy's going to love it, and one guy's going to fucking hate it. I fucking hate it so far. Uh, fucking hate it. Last thing I have about V, I have this little article here uh, on Device about four reasons why the V's motherships don't make sense. <laughs> Which I'm sure you'll love this. I'm fueling you, Paul. But Dude, it's true. None of it makes any One, sense. One, we totally see them coming. 
because they're freaking they're huge. huge. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't even although, that although, one. but they they block out everything. So what? what? Remember, they block out everything. They're like, we don't see anything, and then they go, oh, it's just a bunch of stuff, and then they go, oh, it's a bunch of things. It was causing EM interference, yeah. and they, they, they remember they, they didn't couldn't show what was going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, way to defend the program that you hate, Paul. Hey, I'll defend. Okay, there we go. Next, I'll defend. No, no, what you defended said. it. No, you defended it. You're done. You're done. Right. Your shit's over. Two, they'd wreak havoc in our atmosphere just by showing up because they're like mile wide spacecraft in the atmosphere. They're going to cause what's known as mesoscale weather effects. This is according to a meteorologist with the University Corporation for Atmospheric Research. That would happen if, Tell the, it to Brody, if Brody. the hull plating didn't have uh, a way to adjust for that because the outer skin can change temperature. And also deflect and redirect wind currents so that uh, it doesn't affect you. know what, you. Paul? You're right. You're right. <laughs> the show is good. You're right. I'm not saying the show is good. I'm saying... No, the no, you're right. The, the show makes sense legit. and it's wonderful. Here's the thing. There's a lot of really good people in the show. And they all are just... I don't know what's going on. It's just, it's the material. Oh, it's a really, really good people in the show. Uh, the, the science, science fiction makes sense. Thanks, Paul. Five-year-old. Thank you. That's what kept hitting me over. I was like, I am not five. Stop talking to me like I'm five fucking years old. Well, Brandon Braga, Paul. It's Brandon Braga. That's the, that's the one problem that's I have with it. That's what's going on. It's Brandon Braga. Sense to you now, huh? Fuck. Paul, I'm going to give you this much. It is Brandon Braga, and I can't stand him. And it is on network TV, which usually dumbs things down. It's also down. Jace Hall. Oh, really? He's fucking retarded, too. That I did not know. Anyway, three, they'd cost too much to keep aloft. Just the power requirements just to keep them aloft would be insane. So, I have no defense for that. Yeah, that's true. Although and, that's a pretty stupid thing to say. It would cost too much. Aliens don't worry about money. It they're beyond money. In power, it would cost too much. Oh, cost too much in power. Right? They know what kind of power it runs on. Yeah. Although, honestly, if Brendan Brock is within the vicinity, it can run on his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that from, burns very well, hot. From what I understand, yep. you can just run off, off his ego. So that's our. <laughs> yeah. And if we bring one down, it's game over for the continent. It's just a giant wind turbine, and it, it, just, it keeps going because he blows so much. No. <laughs> and he also sucks. Is that all you have what else? there, Barry? That is all I have. Right, Other right. than, I gotta say, I really like reading Sci-Fi Wire because they have a picture of uh, Hot Leia on here. <laughs> Christy, with Christy Marie. I have a no. picture of Hot Leia, too. I'm right next to her, and we're just kind of cozied up. I hate you. Hot well, Leia, do you listen I, to our podcast? No. Christy Marie. <laughs> I'll answer for her no. You should. I have, I have one last thing that I think might make uh, Barry happy. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Spina Designs. This is off of uh, Wired's Gadget Lab. Tom Spina Designs makes custom movie-inspired furniture. What? Like this Han Solo frozen in carbonite desk. I saw that. What I it want it. What does do is make officially licensed merchandise. <laughs> goes to, goes so, so this is only this is only known as a sci-fi themed desk, and the replica of the Emperor's throne is simply called the quote Galactic Throne. That's no, all just a little extra naming. Okay. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Work, surf the web, and play desktop tower defense with your fingers mere inches from the face of a petrified smuggler. That's great. I'd be tempted to stay uh, to stay put and costume, or excuse me, and consume nothing but pizza and beer until I resembled a jiggly, gloating Jabba. I might pop out first to grab a gold bikini and some chains for the lady. She lost the ones that I bought her. Whatever. How much is the damn thing? Uh, the thing costs fifty five hundred dollars for a desk. All right. How much for a desk? For I've heard people pay more for desks, but uh, a poltergeist clown television frame. 
they don't have that. I have the <laughs> website here. It actually, they actually have some pretty neat looking stuff. They have uh, some seats that have skulls and look like they're made out of stone that would. Do the easily... skulls go in you? No. When you sit on them? Uh, well, I mean, in your it, butt. It, yeah, I don't know if you can see the picture there, yeah, but it, it looks like something in that you. could be out of the Indiana skull butt Jones. Plug, is this weird? <laughs> um, they do have a picture of the quote galactic throne, which does look like the emperor's throne. It's very similar to that from you know, the could end of be, Jedi. Could it be very be creepy around, visual. Could it be built around a toilet? They have something that that, that buries the, awesome. the whole steam. They have a steampunk themed um, coffee table. They have a That's Mayan temple. I'm going to build desk. That. That's what I'm Can they make coffee a coffee desk? A chronicle of Riddick's face toilet. I'm sure they could make whatever because they actually do have at the bottom of the page your concept here. What are your needs and desires? Oh, I want my Email toilet to be after the face of Bo. Commission a TSC nice. design. I so want you could you could commission something. I want to see if I can get that emperor's chair built around my toilet. That'd be awesome. Hey, you haven't watched all that stuff. You don't know about the face of Bo, do you? The face of Bo is in the second episode. Oh man, what do you find out about the face of Bo? Oh, is this more V stuff? No, this it's is Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. To Doctor oh. Who. But uh, well, that's all I have. Just thought I would share that with uh, and that's my all, fellow geeks because that's a pretty awesome guest. Pretty awesome. But that's all we all have for the Couchcast. If you got something, write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com or just chime in on the comments section of the Ugly Couch Show website. Yes, and if you enjoy what you're hearing and watching on the UglyCouchShow.com, please spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, and uh, post some blogs up. Uh, on your Facebook pages and what have you. Spread About how bad Ghost Hunters sucks. Yeah, well, and if you really, really, really like us, kick us a few bucks. Yeah, donate, donate to us. That's when you really I'm like not going to beg, though. They're good people. We don't want to beg but anymore. thank you, everyone who listened. Yes, and thank you to those who have donated. And I am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlog. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. And Jogging Giddy Up. You know what? Dynamite, take us out. No, I actually closed the soundboard out, man. Sorry. Son of a bitch. Fail. Good night, folks. Aww.